Post Office Poems, written by a mail carrier, produced by his brother. Where's the fuck? Oh, hold on. Oh. I am a new mail carrier, and I don't have a route of my own yet. A fully-fledged carrier has a route that is theirs. They maintain it, redesign it if need be, keep track of the comings and goings of their clientele. New carriers like me fill in gaps cover vacation and sick time, and take on excess on days when the mail is particularly heavy. Because, outside of emergencies, a regular can't be made to do overtime if they don't want to. They grow to understand how long it will take on any given day for them to do their route and parcel out bits and pieces of it to the young or the overtime hungry. This means I end up working a lot of different routes, and I am beginning to understand what makes a route desirable. They're not created equal. They aren't of uniform length or uniform difficulty. There may be hills or apartment complexes or dangerous animals or people with a million steps who haven't put their mailbox on street level like a sane, compassionate homeowner would. I am finding I like to carry further away from the center of town on gravel roads. People who can't afford stairs of their own or sidewalks. There is tension in what makes a route desirable because you can't generate more mail when there isn't enough. There is such a thing as a route that is too short too easy when you're paid by the hour. A regular carrier at my station, a wily veteran, needless to say, designed his route in such a way that carrying it in the intended order necessitates driving back and forth across the busiest intersection in the area six times. When I first carried it, I found the deliberate inefficiency baffling and infuriating. There's something in my spectrum brain that cannot handle machines that are built to run slow. Then I carried it on a light day, and I understood. I was talking with my dad about the job the other day, and he, he told me that he thought it fit me, because when confronted with a complicated system, I find ways to make it work for me, which is a polite way of saying that I have good instincts for where and how much I can get away with cheating. I'm already getting that. I'm getting fast. The challenge here will be to learn to go slow to gold brick, which I've never been good at. In the meantime, though, they will continue to give me all the hours I could want because I am the cheapest and unprotected by the union contract. So far, so good. The number one thing I would like people to know about how the mail works is this. It isn't funded by tax money. It runs the same way the internet does, actually i.e. it's primarily funded by advertising and therefore by selling your personal information. That's why it only costs 55 cents to have a piece of mail picked up from your door in Casper and delivered to someone else's door in Alaska. Junk mail is how you pay for that. 
If you get mail that you don't want that's for the wrong person, someone who hasn't lived in your house for 15 years, stuff you never asked for and have no use for, look at the postage. If it says something like standard or nonprofit or pursed sterned or anything except first class, it doesn't get return service. The people sending it chose the cheapest option and they will never know it didn't get to its intended target. Thank them for funding the post office and throw it in the trash. Good, how are you? Good. Morning. Good morning. Yeah, I'd like to say I have plans this weekend, but I don't. I don't remember the last. I don't remember. Right to Post Office Poems. P.O. Box 86105, Portland, Oregon. 97286 or post office poems at postofficepoems.com